This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road. We are attending and working the 11th annual Jim Moran Institute, that's JMI, Small Business Leadership Conference right here at the JW Marriott in Kissimmee, Florida. I am Tom Kindred. Uh, as you know, your host for Small Biz Florida. And when we go on the road uh, many times, uh, we've, uh, we're lucky enough to have our very good friend, um, standout business school professor, Dr. Herbert Ricardo, join us as co-host. So, uh, Dr. Ricardo, thanks again for co-hosting here at the JMI Conference. Tom, it's great to be here, and it's great to uh, see all these great organizations. Yeah, a lot going on here at the JMI Conference in, uh, in Kissimmee, uh, all kinds of great presenters and uh, tips and resources uh, to help small business owners across the state of Florida. So it, it really is a great conference. Uh, we've been for the last number of years and, and wouldn't miss it. So um, again, we've got one of those incredible uh, resources for small business owners with us now. We've got the Better Business Bureau. We've got with us uh, uh, Cliff Kurt, uh, Kurt, the Accredited Business Engagement and Retention Specialist. Uh, welcome to Small Biz Florida, Cliff. Thanks for having us. And we've got Brian Oglesby, who serves as the Director of Business Relations. Uh, again, Brian, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Hello. Thank you for having us. Uh, again, you know, as I as before we went on, uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, gosh, I used to hear all the time, you know, about the, the Better Business Bureau. And, and again, uh, that's why I was so excited to, to see that, uh, that you were on the list for segments, because I'd love to get an update uh, on the, the Better Business Bureau. But gosh, the organization has been around since 1912. Uh, The Better Business Bureau has been on the forefront of positive marketplace change. Uh, You partner with leading companies committed to best practices of business ethics, marketplace excellence, and effective industry uh, self-regulation. So really is an incredible organization. And uh, again, looking forward to this conversation to kind of understand where is the BBB today? but as, as we always do, uh, if both of you could just start with a, with a little brief um, uh, history on yourself and kind of your pathway uh, to the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I first learned about Better Business Bureau in high school on the job training program. Never really knew what BBB was when I was young, 16 years old, and uh, got the opportunity to, to tour the company and really loved what I saw. It's an organization that not only gets to help consumers, but also gets to help businesses and small businesses. Uh, Started with the company, just simple customer service, worked my way through many different departments. In business relations, that's where we really got to engage with small business, having conversations with, with them on a daily basis, working with them when they apply for accreditation to meet our standards of accreditation. Uh, so we would help small businesses every day. Simple things of licensing all the way to privacy policies on their website, the way that they advertise, making sure it's honest and ethical, and just providing that service to these businesses through that process. 
Nice. Cliff, uh, same, same uh, question? Yeah, I started with the Better Business Bureau in 1986, 36 years ago. Um, I was a young guy working as a reporter for a small radio station up in northwest Ohio. And in that capacity, I got to know the uh, president of the Better Business Bureau up there, Dick Epstein. And he had an opening and brought me on board. And when I came on board, I didn't, when I started working with Mr. Epstein doing radio interviews, I began to learn about Better Business Bureau then. And it was in line with my my you know, thinking and, and my thoughts. I really admired what BBB did and what it stood for and was pleased for the opportunity to, to join the staff. And I've been with the organization, like I said, for 36 years. Um, wow. I, I've seen the impact it has on businesses. I've seen the impact it has on consumers and consumer protection. Um, you know, we like to think that a consumer that feels well protected and is well educated is a consumer who's going to be willing to spend money um, more more um, more openly and more more robustly. Right. No, and I think that's a great point. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of our niche. That's what right. we strive to accomplish. So. Uh, let's kind of start. Uh, we don't have to go all the way back to 1912, uh, mm -hmm. but let's uh, mm -hmm. start with just a, a general overview. What what is the Better Business Bureau mission, purpose, and and how do you uh, what kind of resources do you bring to the small business community? Yeah, so quite simply, uh, Better Business Bureau is an information source. BBB.org. Consumers go there. They check out a company before they do business. They make sure they're dealing with a reputable company, a company that has a track record of being responsive to their customers, and they make an informed decision to choose a company they can trust. Uh, unfortunately, in the world of scams, there's a lot of scams out there that pretend to be businesses. With technology nowadays, they create fake websites. Right. They can advertise on social media at the top of uh, search engines, just like legi legitimate companies can. And so consumers are overwhelmed with information. Yeah. BBB makes it simple for them. And they go there to do that research. Yeah, that's an excellent point, too. Uh, you know, the whole marketplace has changed, especially mm -hmm. since so many consumers do business online. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you're really, you're actually, um, you're engaged with the small business, really helping them create that credibility and reliability so the consumer, uh, uh, you know, can understand that. Um, so you're really, you really are more representing the small business owner. Yeah, through a process of uh, standards and accreditation and vetting information, we identify trustworthy businesses that consumers can trust. And through our accreditation program, these companies are committed to standards, to higher standards, uh, to accreditation standards, things like building trust, advertising honestly, being truthful to their customers, um, uh, embody integrity, the simple things that are out there that businesses should be doing. Is there a cost for the consumer to access the website, to check out a, a business, to review a business? No, there's no cost. Uh, we provide our services free of charge. There's no um, requesting of, their, of the customer information, so consumers don't have to provide an email address or any, any personal information at all. They can check... Um, uh, check out a company at no cost. Yep. You know, um, it's so great. And again, uh, just learning so much about it. And I've known about the BBB for many, many years. Um, but when I, but I had no idea that um, that there was a strong emphasis on business ethics. 
I teach organizational ethics, okay? And so, um, you know, my question to you all is, so what you try to do is you create um, an ethical climate for the organization. Is that what you do? Or how to convey it? Um, maybe they already have a good ethical climate, but then how to convey it to um, others. Is that a little bit of, of uh, what, what you all do? Exactly. So our standards of accreditation are based on trust, integrity, uh, principles that we believe promote a good, trustworthy business in the marketplace. When companies apply for accreditation or even just buy into our standards of trust and use those, uh, it identifies trustworthy businesses, credibility, integrity, uh, ways that businesses should operate out there in the marketplace. Uh, so it helps create that community of trust. Um, we want to be the leader in advancing marketplace trust. And, you know, our goal is to bring buyers and sellers in a trustworthy marketplace. That's great. And, and again, you keep using that word trust. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important in today's environment, like you had just mentioned about out there are so many scams and people that believe that a, a certain organization is a business when it's not. It's just collecting money, right? Mm -hmm. it, so, so you're, yeah. It, it really is. I mean, consider yourself when you're purchasing, maybe making a large volume purchase to put a roof on your house or to get some yeah. air conditioning right. done. You're not going to do business with a company unless you can trust them. Um, right. And you may get word of mouth, uh, referrals from people. You might see advertising. Um, uh, but ultimately, you've got to have trust in that company before you're going to give them your money. And the BBB exists to be able to help you find those companies that you can trust. Uh, uh, we do the research for you. Uh, we vet the companies. Um, companies can be trustworthy whether or not they're accredited. Uh, we issue ratings on companies based on their marketplace performance. And a company that could, is A-plus rated has a great rating. They don't have to be accredited to have that rating. And so, uh, you know, we're supported by companies who are accredited, and, and, and that's, that's our business model. Uh, but we are here to promote the entire business community of trustworthy businesses. So um, we do the work for you, and, and we would hope that consumers rely on us to help them find those businesses that they feel comfortable do, uh, spending with. What is the engagement process for a business. So a business wants to be part of the Better Business Bureau culture. They want to display that symbol on their door. Uh, they want to have that, that seal of credibility. How does all that begin? So the, um, they can go online to bbb.org, and there are a number of resources on how to become accredited. There's two levels of engaging with the BBB for a company. A BBB can register with, with us and have a profile uh, on our website and obtain a rating. And the rating is going to be based on a number of factors, primarily their level, how many complaints they've had and have they handled those complaints properly. Um, how long they've been in business and the industry that they're in are different factors that drive their rating. Um, any company can have a profile on BBB. Some companies have profiles without requesting it because they might have had inquiries to BBB or there have been complaints. And so we'll build a profile. Um, if a company wishes to be accredited, uh, then, then that's a process they would apply for accreditation. They can do so on the BBB.org website. There's links to that. And uh, they fill out an application form. And then we go to work to, to do the vetting that uh, has to be done. We make sure that the business owners haven't been involved in any problematic companies in the past. We make sure they don't have a complaint history that is problematic. Uh, we make sure they're not in an industry 
that uh, is questionable. We want to make sure they're in a good industry. Uh, if they're doing advance fee loans or, or things like that, they would not be eligible for accreditation. Uh, and so we want to make sure they're licensed and, and uh, insured uh, properly, uh, make sure they're adhering to their um, to their local regulations. And we look at their website to make sure that their the claims on their website are, are substantiable and, um, and, and aren't of a concern. And all of these aspects go into our review of a company, and then if, uh, if they pass all that muster, then they get the accredited business seal. Uh, they're an accredited business. They can place that seal on their website. Uh, when people check them out on BBB.org, they find out that the company is an accredited business. Um, and it's, it's, it's very important uh, uh, for companies. We talk to companies every day who would never want to give up that accreditation because they realize that consumers who go to BBB to look for companies in, in huge measures prefer to do business with companies who are accredited. And so, uh, so that's the value of the accreditation for the businesses. So um, I can only imagine that you probably go on to, um, when, when you're looking at the uh, profile of the organization, you're also looking at the reviews, right? I mean, this is huge now, isn't it? Where yes. you go into a restaurant and you're leaving a review. And, and of course, sometimes it's, um, you, you have to kind of vet the review, don't you? You have to you try really to figure do. out yeah. whether or not, you know, the customer is really being genuine or just has a problem. And um, did you work with that? And how, how does that fit into your model? Well, yeah, we do. Uh, we provide uh, mm -hmm. access to consumers to review companies, to, to post reviews on companies. Right. Um, and the whole review industry is, is I mean, it's, it's, it's huge, obviously. Um, Yelp, Google, these others that do these reviews. Um, and it's a good resource. It's a good piece of information for the consumer. Uh, but reviews can be problematic. They can be, um, you know, a company could post fake reviews, positive reviews about itself. Sure. A competitor can post fake negative reviews about a company. So there's, there's some inherent problems with reviews. Now, BBB reviews are very carefully vetted to make sure that they're legitimate, genuine reviews from consumers. Right. Um, and so, so we like our review program. It's different from the others in that respect. But reviews is a, is a even though it's hugely used by consumers, it, 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 it's, it's what BBB provides is a, an, an, a higher level of, of investigation and information about the company that goes beyond customer experience. And I like that because, again, because your focus is so much on ethics and trust, that's where you're going you're gonna to focus on that. You're going to want to make sure that it's, it's an active and real uh, review. So, yes. Um, there are a number of re reviews that do not get published uh, for a number of reasons. Either the consumer doesn't verify right. uh, that he or she is the actual author of that review, or um, we, we check IP addresses where reviews come from. And if an IP address is known to be um, engaged in submitting a, a lot of false, duplicate, repetitive reviews, then that will be uh, that review will be kicked back. So we're very careful about that. Good. I guess in speaking about the reviews, so, so there's, there's the positive side uh, to the BBB where the business is getting accredited. Uh, they're promoting the fact that they, they've been reviewed and checked out and accredited by BBB. How does the reverse side of this work? Uh, how does a consumer report a, a negative experience that they've had with a business? 
Yeah, and I think that's one of the great things that set BBB apart from reviews in general. So BBB is known for alternative dispute resolution. And generally, a review is someone's opinion about a company, their experience, they vet it on air, and then nothing ever happens. There's no resolution in reviews. So where BBB really excels is we accept complaints against businesses from a consumer that felt they were wronged, whether it was right or not. That's a consumer's position. And we act as an impartial third party. Our goal is to bring the consumer and the business together, work with them, find a resolution, and the outcome is a win-win situation. So instead of just a typical review, they go through a process, and then we get to find resolution between the business and consumer. The consumer walks away happy, and that business has the opportunity to retain that customer as a consumer. Wow, uh, that, that is beautiful. Um, and you know, here we are in the state of Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. We are we are very uh, in in tune with disasters, uh, hurricanes mm-hmm. uh, primarily. I, you know, your service I think really becomes extremely valuable uh, following a disaster. Take for instance, again, we've all lived through it. If you've been in Florida for any length of time, oh four hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There were roofs off of uh, uh, you know uh, over half the homes in in our in our marketplace. My gosh, you know I can't imagine a, a, a more valuable service than trying to figure out. I think you said roofer earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean. Can I trust this person? Because, you know, after those disasters, so many businesses kind of roll into the area. Uh, if you want to call them businesses. Well, if you right, want to call right. that, right? We call them storm chasers. Right? Storm, yeah. chasers. storm chasers. They roll into the area, and uh, and because you're desperate to get your roof fixed, uh, but here's a business you've never heard of. You you want to use your local roofer that you've known your whole life, but he's six months uh, behind yeah. in, in roofs. So, yeah, what a better service to, to be able to turn to and say, let's find out who these folks are. And when that happens, we make sure our accredited businesses who provide those services are well-tooled to be able to communicate that and share that with their prospective customers. And we alert consumers on what to look for uh, when these events occur. You may have somebody coming in from Texas to, to do roof work because they see the opportunity for business. Right. If they're accredited in Houston, Texas, then we want them to bring that accreditation message with them to Florida. Right. Um, and we want consumers to ask and to find out and to research. And if a company can't provide basic information about its history, its, its um, uh, existence as an established business, whether accredited or not, even if they're not accredited, but they're A-plus rated, that's going to benefit the consumer, just having, even having that information. So, so I, guess, I guess my question is, and I, I'm trying to find the opportunity here for businesses, I mean, if, if you're in one of those kind of, um, uh, you know, industry segments like roofing, re- repairing screen porches and things of that nature after a disaster, I think it would be very beneficial for that, t- especially that type of business, to really be part of your program. Because that's their opening line when they they walk to your door and say, do you need that screen replaced? Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. are members of the Better Business Bureau. You can check us out there. Is that how that would work? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, all, all the home service industries love BBB. It's, it's a great asset for them. Uh, but what's wonderful about BBB is our standards and our messaging accommodate all businesses, all industries, uh, especially in the online world now. Um, you, you don't visit the business. You don't, you don't get to have a conversation. Right. Your first touch with the consumer is the website when they visit it. And carrying that BBB accredited business seal on your website 
gives that symbol of trust. It creates that value for the consumer to say, this is a website I can trust. This is a company I want to do business with. And, and the verification for that is, I see it on the website. I, anybody could put the symbol there. But the verification is, now all I have to do is go to the BB, BBB website and verify that that business is indeed accredited. Absolutely, and always verify. We have technology where people can click on that seal and it sends them to that profile. Any third-party seals of approval on any website, whether it be BBB or other programs, consumers should always go to that resource and make sure they are what they say they are because, unfortunately, you have bad actors that try to use right. legitimate seals. What's your, what's your software system uh, that you use uh, that is able to... Uh, whether it's verify or follow. In other words, not every organization has your seal of approval, right? Mm -hmm. So you get a phone call or you get an email from somebody saying, what about this organization? I don't know whether you've ever heard of it or maybe not. Then what do you do? Do you go through a process to try to find that for that particular uh, uh, consumer? Or, or do you basically say this person is or this this particular organization is not part of the business, the, the Better Business Bureau? Yeah, so we report on, first of all, all businesses, whether they're accredited with us or not. Okay. Uh, our ratings uh, represent information on those businesses based on information brought to our attention by consumers. So most of a ratings formula goes into complaints. Does that company have complaints? If they do, do they respond to them? And then do they have high volume? Do they have patterns? Do they have government action? That's the majority of the formula to spit out a rating on a company. Okay. The ratings is meant to give a degree of confidence that we have in a company and how responsive they will be to you as a consumer should you have a problem with the company. So A-plus rated companies are responsive to their complaints or they have none. Lower rated companies have high volume of complaints. They don't respond. They don't address the issues they receive lower ratings. And of course, unlicensing and advertising issues could drive the rating down. If we don't have a file on the company, we would develop one. We would do our due diligence to create good quality information. Mm -hmm. um, we have boots on the ground staff in local communities of where BBB serve to develop that information locally on businesses in the community. We have trade practice specialists. They specialize in industries. They're connected with local government agencies, licensing agencies. They know where to go, where to look. They do it every day. It's Excellent. simple for them to do that research. Oh, that's superb. Okay. And this is what sets us apart from yeah. Google, Yelp, and, and these other companies that provide information on businesses. Um, those rely on whatever factors they, they rely on, whereas BBB information is really digging deep into that business locally by human touch and finding out what's going on with these businesses. So nice. it's, a, it's a big difference. Right. Um, so how would a small business owner in the state of Florida um, get engaged and potentially go through this accreditation process to, to get that seal? Yeah, I think very simply, BBB.org. BBB.org forward slash get hyphen accredited is the direct um, platform. But uh, for anyone, BBB.org is the place you go to get the information you need. Um, I'd like to add on, on the last conversation we had and helping businesses 
We also have help businesses that are struggling, those businesses with those lower ratings that weren't responsive to complaints in the past. We have a lot of positive stories, even from big corporations down to small businesses, maybe had a change in management and they just weren't responsive. We're going to sit down with those businesses. We're going to work with them on a customer service plan. Our goal is to help all businesses, if they have a low rating, on how they can get their rating to a higher level. That is excellent. That's excellent. If there's a company that has a low rating and they feel like it's hopeless, they don't need to feel that way. If they're committed to their customers and to their business practices, we would want them to reach out to us, and we're going to be their best friend in helping them get that resolved. Um, and, And they can get that rating uh, up up where it, it, it could be. It's a great um, service. If, nice. if they great. want to work with us. And it's a person-to-person process. Okay, beautiful. Uh, it is um, the Better Business Bureau. It is a Cliff Kurt, who's the Accredited Business Engagement and Retention Specialist, and uh, Brian Oglesby, the Director of Business Relations. Uh, listen, we really appreciate great information, great insight. Uh, you guys really, you're like the, you're the originators. Uh, <laughs> you, were, uh, you were the originators in all of this uh, before all these new, new technology platforms. So we, we really appreciate this information. Uh, good stuff. Thank you. Thank we you appreciate the opportunity. And it is uh, Small Biz Florida coming to you from the uh, JMI Small Business Leadership Conference right here at the JW Marriott uh, in Kissimmee. We got our good friend and standout uh, business school professor, uh, Dr. Herb Ricardo with us. I am Tom Kindred. And uh, stay tuned. We got more segments uh, coming at you from uh, the JMI Small Business Leadership Conference. This has been Small Biz Florida. Created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.